And the rental vacancy rate has been less than 1% for the last 10 or 15 years that I've been in property. And the rental market is um, just about unbreakable. Hello, everybody. This is Dominic Neshi on the Wealthy Podcast. And today I have the lovely Steph Davies, our uh, Canberra correspondent. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Dom. Lovely to chat and catch up. It's good to have you back on the show. Uh, you moved back to Canberra and uh, you're the person that we go to for all of our news in the Canberra market. So, you know, we've been reading a lot of core logic data and noticing that Canberra has absolutely been performing. It's outperforming all of our expectations. Not that we not that we expect anything less from Canberra, but it's been amazing. What's been happening up there? Like what, what's been your impressions on the ground talking to clients and working with developers? Yeah, Dom, that's exactly the sentiment on the ground here in Canberra. The real estate market has fluctuated so much in the last 12 months that anyone that has owned real estate has benefited over the last year. Um, and the market has seen that uh, throughout, particularly the last six months. Um, but if anyone has been to an auction in probably the last four to six months, uh, it's been particularly clear uh, that there are a lot of buyers out in the marketplace uh, and that pent up demand and in some areas the supply shortages um, have just been driving some unbeforeseen auction results. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because even you, you've been out there shopping, look at auctions because you're wanting to buy something and the like Sydney it's been stupid results. CoreLogic data came out and said that house prices have jumped on average by about 15% for houses, um, which means that some have done poorly or not as good as 15%, but some has, have gone off the Richter scale. Are there particular areas that have been performing better than others or what are you sort of, what are you saying there? Yeah, there's definitely areas that have outperformed others. Uh, and I think that is attributed a lot to the government's infrastructure investments here in Canberra. We've seen um, billions of dollars poured into the light rail, particularly um, in the transport networks around Canberra over the next few years. So we saw that boost come through last year in 2020, where um, that light rail commitment was shown to extend the networks to other areas here in Canberra. And immediately when that happened, we saw um, um, new areas in central Canberra, such as the Woden Valley, uh, can just take off straight away. We had an um, a, a influx of developers buying sites and lots of really exciting new projects um, to support the new infrastructure and education hubs that are coming up um, in those areas. So one thing that was obvious to me is, and this has happened pretty much nationwide, except for the exception of some states, but Canberra units haven't performed as well as the houses. Uh, why do you think that is? Well, when we look at traditional data for Canberra, traditionally the units uh, sector hasn't performed as well as houses because I believe that it comes back to the supply chain. Um, the ACT government controls land release here in Canberra because we are um, under a crown lease arrangement of land. Um, in the last 
two to three years, there's been a number of land releases that have been completely sold out in minutes. And so there is a shift that's happening from the housing market into units. And I think that it will be delayed. We're only just starting to see that shift now. Um, now that the median house price here in Canberra is knocking on the door of $1 million, um, we are now seeing a lot of buyers getting pushed into the unit market. And we'll see that um, that sector catch up. Well, that's that's the interesting thing that I'm noticing. The data is speaking to me where house prices have moved 15%. Uh, Canberra units have not really moved much at all. But to me, it feels like that's the opportunity in the market because the gap between you know uh, buying a house and a unit is just too far in many instances. And me talking to some of the developers in Canberra, it sounds like there's been a lot of first home buyers that entered the market. There's a lot of young professionals, a lot of young people wanting to enter and really it's apartments are, are that stepping stone for them. So do you think that apartments will sort of bridge that gap and we'll see some growth in the market over the next 12 to 24 months? Absolutely, Dom. So Canberra is a very embryonic city. It's still quite young as a city. It's not as old and mature as a market of as Sydney and Melbourne. Um, so I believe that over the last 10, 20, 50 years, it's been very easy to live in Canberra in a big house on a thousand metre block of land and still only be 10 or 15 minutes to the city. And you could do that quite quite comfortably in a house that's only um, only cost you six or $700,000 to purchase. Um, now that house prices are well and truly above that, to live in an affluent area close to the city, you're looking at 1.5 to $2 million to start with, we're going to see that shift into apartment living purely because of convenience. You can't live that close to the city anymore. You can't take advantage of all the education uh, hubs as well as the light rail and all the infrastructure uh, that's been that's been put in place for Canberra. In, I hate to just keep on tooting Canberra's horn right now, but it, it's hard not to, especially when you're looking at total return. So obviously with total return, you look at the, the price growth, but then the other component is the rental yields. Now, rental yields has been a compelling point for investing in the Canberra market and units are just crazy. You're looking at a 5 5.5% rental yield as an average across the market. Um, what do you... Do you see that staying as it is or getting better or worse? And then what do you sort of attest to that 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 um that rate or that that yield? Why is it so strong? The yield is is exceptionally strong in Canberra and always has been because Canberra is quite a transient city where the employment market is so strong here and the livability in Canberra is so wonderful that when people move to Canberra, they may move here for work or for a, um, for a lifestyle change. And it typically takes um, the average person three to five years to decide that they're going to buy and stay in Canberra before they actually make that commitment. So we see a lot of people that initially moved to Canberra very happy to pay a high rent that they were comfortable paying in, say, Sydney or Melbourne before they decide to buy. Um, and the rental vacancy rate has been less than 1% for the last 10 or 15 years that I've been in property and, and never changes. Um, it was unchanged last year in the middle of a pandemic when um, we had less parliament sitting, we had less movement in and out of Canberra. The rental market is... Um, 
just about unbreakable. Um, but what I also see is I see a lot of pressure from the rental market pushing those renters into buying um, because they may be renting an apartment for 450,000, uh, sorry, 450 per week that they can actually buy for less than um, 350. Interesting. So now you're starting to see a shift away from uh, people renting and looking to go actually buy the, those apartments or those, those homes because of the cost of debt is so low. If we're talking about, you know, clearly our, our listeners and people watching this, most are looking at this as an investor. What are some of the key markets that they should be looking at? And what are some of the, the traps that they should avoid? I, and I ask that kind of tongue in cheek because I know that someone living in Sydney, 30 minutes travel doesn't seem like it's that far, but perhaps in Canberra it's different. So any comments on that? Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple of things uh, that I'd love to mention, Dom. The first is uh, is obviously the government investment into key areas. Canberra is not big enough to be growing town centres all at once, and typically the government here will um, will pick and focus on a town centre at a time. Um, and we've seen that with the development of. Uh, the north side of Canberra, for example, out at Gungahlin and Belconnen, those town centres have had huge investments over the last five, 10 years. Um, so for me personally, I think that um, that ship, ha ship has sailed out there um, and lo a lot of investors have done very well. My focus now is onto the next key town centre that is attracting a lot of investment and a lot of new exciting uh, key projects being Woden. Um, over in the Woden Valley, there's a huge new CIT education hub as well as the next stage of the light rail. So I think that is undeniably the next town centre to improve. It has been the... Uh, the daggy younger sister or younger brother of all the town centres for many years. But it is, uh, if you look at a map of, of Canberra, it is the centre. So it's very central. Um, and a lot of houses in the very close pr proximity to Woden have all gone well and truly above that $1 million uh, median house price. So to me, just simple maths tells me that as population um, moves into that area to support all the new infrastructure, um, we'll then see the population rise, density rise, um, and our apartment projects um, become very well taken up. So when, it, say we are looking at Woden, um, what, what, what's it cost to buy a one, two bedroom apartment? What, what are the, the costs to enter that market and what kind of rental returns are you expecting? Sure. So in the Woden Valley, typically you'll see one bedrooms from around the 300,000 to 400,000 mark, uh, depending on which development, how close it is to those different key um, key halves that I mentioned. Um, two bedrooms would be from the early 400s right up to 600s. Uh, you do have some more luxury two-bedroom products um, that will be quite large floor plans or with a with a view, for example. Um, and the three bedrooms would also start from the early six hundred thousands, and once again go up to sort of the eight or nine hundred thousand. Um, but we do have some luxury developers moving into that market with high-quality developments um, with larger penthouses that are going well and truly above that one point two to one point five million dollars for a very high quality, larger apartment. 
And is there a market into like when you're entering Woden or even Gangala and when you're looking to spend 500? Firstly, it's crazy to buy two bedrooms with a four in it. That just blows my mind. But if, if we are to go and spend half a million or $600,000 for a bigger, nicer two bedroom, uh, do you anticipate that you will get as strong a rental return or should we go to the really cheap and cheerful stuff? Like, how would you uh, suggest people enter the Canberra market? How do they sort of segment looking at the one, twos, and three bedrooms? Is there a no go zone for some stuff or is this the, the absolute must if you can afford it? I, I say this tongue in cheek again because I hear, you know, two bed, one bath, one car. You know, you don't really want that so much as go for a one bedroom or two bed, two bath, two car. What kind of configurations are a normal, palatable type of investment and what should we expect from that market? Yeah, that's a really good point, Dom. I I mean, personally, when I'm looking and procuring different investments, um, I think that the general rule of thumb is that provided you are sensible within the one, two or three bedroom category, up to around the 800 or 850,000 mark in that Woden Valley area, you will be um, safely rewarded with a very strong rental return. So if you were to spend, say, anywhere from 300 to 400,000 on a one bedroom, um, that same one bedroom will get a minimum of what you paid, so say $300 or $400 per week rent um, or more. So the median uh, rent for a one bedroom is a minimum of about $420 to $450 per week in that area. Uh, and then the two bedrooms will be, be a similar rule of thumb if you spend from say $420 to $600,000, you're going to get that $420 to $600 per week rent um, or more. I normally um, will add on say 20 to $50 per week rent to whatever price you pay for that apartment. I see. And, and is there any value in spending money in a more premium two bedroom style apartment with the, with the outlook and buying some of the bells and whistles? Do you attract a, a better quality tenant in that area? What's the, what kind of, tenants or people should you expect in that Woden and Garland, these different town centres that are outside of Canberra CBD? So I think that will be the key takeaway. I know, Don, that you have clients all over Australia and the world now. Uh, and the key difference in Canberra, uh, in, particularly in the unit sector, is your saleability and your capital growth over time. So when you spend that little bit extra and look at it as a, as a discerning owner uh, and you focus on quality, that's what will get you the capital growth over time and also the ease of sale at the other end um, to obviously make the investment worthwhile. So um, as I mentioned earlier, the way that the Canberra land release works with is that a lot of developers will flux into an area all at once. And some people may say, oh, there's an oversupply in the Woden Town Centre, for example. Um, and yes, there may be um, at that at that first time, but over five years, it's still undersupplied because we actually need far more housing to support all the infrastructure going into that area. And as you can imagine, in five or 10 years time, when you go to sell that property, if you picked a very high quality developer in a great building um, that was built by a wonderful builder, you will be rewarded at the other end when you go to sell uh, because someone will really wanna buy that property. Uh, that makes perfect sense because this is a huge concern for a lot of purchasers. They step and they look at the Canberra market and they say, wow, 
two, three, four, five hundred apartments. That feels like it's a huge number, but it does then come down to land releases, how sites are bought and sold, and the way that that uh, people get the development applications and the way that land releases occur. And Canberra is a smaller market where they do release lands, and there's only so many developers that come all online at the same amount, same time. They do the release, and then it's landlocked. Where Sydney's very different, you've always got old sites being demolished and then renewed and something else drops in and, and it's it's a you can't really compare the Sydney market or the Melbourne market to the Canberra market. They behave very, very differently. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. So uh, we've got look at Gengalan, you sounds like it's basically done and dusted. If you could pick up something there, that's great. But the Woden Valley is where you'd be looking at next. Um, in that Woden area, do you know much about the demographics and what's happening with the people in that market? Is it younger people? Is it pre-retirees? What what can you expect as your tenants and people like taking up that area? Who, who are you buying a coffee next to in, in that Woden Valley? Well, funnily enough, Dom, I actually was born or grew up, my, I spent my very, very early childhood in that area, so I know it fairly well. Uh, and it's really exciting to see a very mixed demographic. Um, again, because it's so central to the actual map of Canberra, um, you do have a lot of families that have spent their entire lives in that area and you have a lot of generational wealth. So um, there is... First home buyers that will be buying apartments close to the town centre because they've grown up in that area, they're very comfortable and their parents will only be five minutes down the road in the big family home. Um, but you also see um, in some families the, the children taking over the family home or staying there and, and mum and dad moving into the town centre to be closer to cafes and shops and, um, and amenity. Okay, so it really sounds like there's a big mix of people and you can't sort of pinpoint any one person. Steph, it's always a pleasure getting you on the show. Thank you very much for, for jumping in and telling us all about the Canberra market. Before you go, uh, let me ask to see if you've got any predictions. Where do you see the market going over the next sort of 6, 12, 24 months? What are your predictions and how you think the market's going to move or evolve? Okay, well, because I work in the game, Don, there's going to be a little bit of bias here. Um, but my my predictions is that particularly in the Canberra market, we will see a shift and we will see pressure uh, moving into the unit space purely because of the pent-up demand of so many people wanting to buy property and buy real estate and being priced out of the house market. Um, but I also think that um, with more people working from home and wanting more flexibility to be closer to the action, um, proximity to infrastructure will increase. And so that, I think, will create the perfect storm for people to move into um, the apartment living sphere um, quicker than we expect. Um, but I also think there's a couple of other areas other than Wod the Woden Valley um, in the inner south, such as Mawson, um, and also in the southwest of Canberra. Um, we are very close to the New South Wales border. Um, so I've been looking at some other development projects just over the border in Queanbeyan, um, Jerobrom, I think there's some um, interesting opportunities out there that don't have um, such high land tax implications and other costs that are associated with buying in the ACT. Great. Thank you very much. We'll be talking more after this call about stock options and I'm sure that we'll be having to chat about different developers that we should be working on. Um, thank you again.
to all of you listening, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you have any questions for Steph, feel free to just let me know. Leave it in the comments below. Um, and I'll talk to you all soon. Thanks so much, Dom. Chat soon.